Nothing like shifting color. <coughs> I don't like it when it shifts color. <coughs> I don't like it when it doesn't work. Yeah, that too. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Matt and Fiona Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are very happy that you are here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're grateful. We're grateful. Oh, it's a throwback to last week's. Mm-hmm. Go listen to that one if you haven't. Because um, Thanksgiving was yesterday, so you should be grateful. If you're Canadian. If you're Canadian, yeah. Otherwise... Or an American who lives in Canada. We'll have a brand new, you know, grateful one for the U.S. Thanksgiving, yes, too. Yes, absolutely. And any other Thanksgivings, we'll figure it out. Uh, if we have the listener base. All right. We are going to jump right in and touch on a super calm and mellow topic. So you know it's not going to be. Oh, it totally is. Mm. I'm going to be very calm. Oh, we're going to I'm be even going to talk slowly. Anyway. Um, a couple weeks ago, I posted something to our Instagram and things. Um just in the backyard, I was feeling feisty mm. and posted a gut que- a gut check question mm. about whether you love what God loves and do you hate what he hates? Mm. <clears throat> and it got a couple of reactions, one or yep. two. Yep. Um, hopefully it made people think for a second mm-hmm. and we figured we'd, uh, Put it all together into a lovely little. I was gonna say it also. Episode. It also kind of. We like, had a big conversation. We had, about it. we had quite the conversation. So when we were talking about what we wanted to do, we thought that following up from our conversation, yeah, that seemed to go on for quite some time. Um, yeah, that it would be a good thing to to kind of bring up and on. discuss and touch on. So here we are. Let's go. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, where to start? Um. It was one of those – it's one of those statements that really makes you think and hopefully makes you ponder where you're at in life, where you're at in your relationships, where you're at in your Christian walk, Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's so easy to kind of float along and just be happy-go-lucky, yada, 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 and not necessarily have – your Christian walk maybe affect most of your day-to-day life, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but when you sit back and think about it and think about everything in your life, yep. and if you put it through the filter, if you will, mm-hmm. of do you love what he loves and do you hate what he hates? Which, you know, many people's initial reaction is going to be like, well, of course. And then you got to kind of think about it a little bit further because, yeah, take it a little deeper. Um, you know, everything on surface <clears throat> looks great, sounds great, seems great. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where you need to kind of dig deeper into it. And when you when you talk further about it, look further about it, you know, you kind of, well, do I love what he loves and hate what he hates? Or are mm-hmm. there things that, you know, in your life that, <clears throat> of course, you know, even if you love what God loves... Are there things that you do that does not please him? Yeah. And again, we're not trying to sit up here on a pedestal and say that we By are no means. 
not dealing with that every mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I minorly lose my temper, lose my cool, right. or get frustrated, <clears throat> that's something that he hates. Yeah. And I'm continually working, and I don't have a big temper, calm down. Um, but it is one of those things that when I get frustrated with the kids or with a client or whatever, mm-hmm. and, you know, I throw my sunglasses into right. my dash. <laughs> Which I do maybe more than I should. Um, or when I, you know, when you raise your voice at your kids. Right. And again, not, it's not bad necessarily, but you lose that a little bit. Life happens. Let's be real. And you yell at your kid. Yeah. Because that's, that's again, what happens. Um, those are all things that he hates. He hates a temper. He hates lots of things, yep. really. Um, but when you look at the love aspect, it's real easy to sit back and go, well, of course I do. Right. Of course I love everything that he loves because God is love. Right. And that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And then when you actually check yourself and check your life, there's lots of times where that's not accurate. Right. You don't love what he loves. Right. Mm -hmm. Half the time you hate what he loves. God loves correction. Well, he does. Um, Throwing it out there. Keep going. <laughs> Just throwing me off. Sorry. Um, when you look at the things that he loves, right, it always makes me think of, as I found it, I think, um, of <clears throat> the verse from 1 John 4, uh, verse 20. Yeah, 1 John 4, verse 20. You're right. You got it. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Mm. Right? And in that that verse, he's not just talking about like a sibling. Right. Right? He's talking about a brother in Christ. uh, Essentially, any other human. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. So if you see someone and you go oh man i hate them well then you're violating what his word right. says when it comes to loving your brother as yourself yeah right he uses that phrase phrasing and that terminology a lot right of you need to love your neighbor as yourself right right mm-hmm. and again on the surface it's so easy to say it seems so simple right but if you've got, you know, and it always makes me think back to um, Nan and Pops, my grandparents, right? Okay. They were greeters at our church. And, and mm. my dad will tell this story from the pulpit a lot about how Nan and Pops were the nicest people. Yeah. And they were. Don't get me wrong. There was also lots of times where, you know, they were they were normal people, right? From just a good... Um, Presbyterian background. Right. Right. They didn't have a lot of interfacing with, dare we say, drunkards or, you know, bikers or tattoo guys or anything like that. That was not their world. No. But he tells this story of pups specifically being on the door one day at church and two guys came in off a bender who were bikers. Right. And they had been on a bender, so they did not smell wonderful. Nope. And pups... Just being pups, 
Yeah. Right? Showing God's love the way he always did with everybody. Mm-hmm. He welcomed them, said hi, gave them a little hug. Yep. And it snapped both of those guys out of their drunken stupor. Sobered them up. And, you know, had a life-changing experience on really both of them. Yep. But how many people in church, if somebody walked in with a full sleeve of tats, which whatever you do, you, I don't care. Um, but if they walked in with a full sleeve of tats, half or the, they just didn't look like you do, like everybody else at church, mm-hmm. right? How many people are going to give them a forlorn glare or stare, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Whereas when you read, especially the New Testament, but when you read the Bible and follow what it says when it says God is love, mm-hmm. you would go up and love on those people. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is not as easy to do as it is to think about doing. Right. Now, if they come in and they're from a hard life and they're doing a lot of other things that would be considered sin mm-hmm. necessarily... That doesn't mean you love them any less. It just means that, well, yeah, maybe you hate the sin, but you love the person. Yep. And there's a there's a serious distinction there. There's a massive loving gulf. the person yet hating the sin. Um, and you know, we talked about this. Everybody always thinks, well, you know, God is love. Great. So therefore there's no such thing as hate. And how could God hate anything? And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions is you mm-hmm. want to know, yeah, God loves you. God, God created you. And, but he does have things he hate in the scripture specifically, you know, um, the the six things that God loves seven, I mean, the six things that God hates seven are an abomination. He talks about, you know, the proud look, the haughty spirit, the Mm -hmm. evil ways. There are things that God hates. Yeah. He doesn't hate people, but he hates their sin. Well, you talk about the, let's just. Pick on one for a minute. Yep. Right? Yep. Pick on the proud look. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> yeah. most people, <laughs> uh, if I'm being real real blunt yeah. with it, <clears throat> they are prideful. Yep. Right? They walk around with a proud look. Especially because, you know, North America, it's just like the thing to do. We often. are very big on being prideful of what we have and our, our, our status in life. Yep. But God hates that. Yes, he does. And again, and again, I'm not trying to pick on anybody. I'm not trying to call anybody out. What I'm trying to do is recognize that. <clears throat> we can improve. Well, yeah, we can improve. But it is so easy to sit back and take, dare I say, the lazy way out mm. and say, oh, God loves everything and everyone in every creature under the sun. Right. And he does. But we have given, I'm just going to sound so wrong, and I don't really care. Um, we have given hate such a bad connotation. Yeah. yeah. And it is. There is a lot of things that are hateful that we should not be participating in yeah. and we should eradicate from our lives. Yeah. There is also a level of hate that is very helpful. <laughs> and if you hate what God hates, it can help you change your life. Yeah. Right? There, through hate, you can see change. Without 
without some level of hate. And, and again, don't get it twisted. Don't make it into something you just that hear I'm not saying. talking about. Yeah. Um, cause I can go to that down that one too, but you won't like that one either. Um, if you look at where you are in anything, mm-hmm. right? If you are unhappy with your position or your status or your, your point in life, right? and I'm going to use a really good and mostly personal example. Okay. And I don't really care what you have to say about it. Um, I have, I'm not in the best shape I've ever been. Thank you for not echoing that. I'm not in terrible shape, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, the Adonis of fit at the moment. Right. Right. It's been a very interesting couple of years. I am not to the point where I am frustrated enough to do much about it. Right. I am not to the point where I hate the -hmm. way I look. Mm-hmm. To the point to where I'm going to change it. Right. And again, don't twist this and make Just this weird. Where you, yeah, example. But once I get to the point of hating where I'm at, mm-hmm. I'm going to do something about it. There's right. no amount of love where my desire to love my six pack. You don't, you don't have to laugh. That's not going to make me go get a six pack. Right. The love for that, that desire is not strong enough. Right. The only emotion that will get me over that hump is being to a point where I hate where I am so much Mm -hmm. that I will move. Right. And get past that. Mm -hmm. Right. When we look at the things that God hates. Yeah. Right. There is a lot of power in that that gets overlooked because he says hate. And we've made hate out to be not something that it's not, <clears throat> but we've pigeon-toed it into this one area, yeah. which is a terrible area, and don't go down that one. But <clears throat> if we can get to a point where we recognize that we can use what he hates mm-hmm. to change our life yep. and get out of where we're at and what we do and our reaction to certain things. right. That will take us into the point where we can essentially leverage the love that he has mm. and the things that he loves because we're no longer in the things that he hates. Yeah. But we get caught up on that H word way too much. Well, we, yeah, as you said, we've pigeonholed it so deeply into one thing, one element that if we you know, broaden our spectrums and we <clears throat> kind of open open that up a little bit, you know, it's as though it, it becomes almost a swear word mm-hmm. and it takes away the strength that it could have. Yeah. Um, you know, <coughs> wh- one of the things that I see in the church, unfortunately, these days, you know, one of the scriptures talks about, you know, um, Again, I'm going to paraphrase here, but, yeah. you know, a lukewarm Christian, mm-hmm. he will vomit them out of their mouths. So I don't yeah. know about you, but that is something that seems to, you know, have a bit of hatred in there. I would say that that is something that God hates. He does not want any lukewarm Christians, meaning yeah. living, you know, one life on Sunday and the rest of 
the week living as the world. I mean, that's pretty much what lukewarm Christian is. But, you know, God forbid we hate that. Um, but because we can't hate that, that seems to have become a very acceptable way of life in the body of Christ. Well, it's, it's something where, again, because we don't want to ever look at something and be like, oh my gosh, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not the individual. It's not the person, right? No. <clears throat> it is very hard to separate the two, right? In in today's world. In, yes, in today's right? world. Yeah. But if you look at what he wants for you and what he wants for us, yep. right? It's predicated on loving what he loves. Yeah. And hating what he hates. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and when you look at the number of people, like last week we talked about gratitude. Yep. Right? And we talked about it a lot. Yes. <clears throat> there are many things that we can be grateful for, yep. which is something that he loves, mm-hmm. right? He loves gratitude. He loves honor. He loves yes. all those things, yep. right? But you have so many people who can't be grateful to the server who serves them at a restaurant, right? right? They can't say thank you. Mm. They can't be kind. They can't yeah. give a kind look. Right, they're haughty, mm-hmm. which is something he hates. Yep. They're prideful yep. because they're at the restaurant and they're being served. Yep. Right, mm-hmm. like that is a very concise and generic example, right, of a way to act that follows in God's footsteps and his his desire for you, right, versus. The way that most of us are, right? Well, I mean, so I, in that kind of realm, you know, go through your life on a daily basis. And I think sometimes if we look, one of the things our pastors always said, he's like, you know, you should record yourself, see what you say throughout the course of the day. Only um, if you're brave. Otherwise, you no. know, we got work to do, right? So this is not just a you thing. This is an us thing, too. But, you know, even more so on top of that, if you were to do that, not just from the words that come out of your mouth, how are your actions? How are your reactions? Mm -hmm. Right. What are you actually doing? And are the things that you are doing, are they are they making God proud? Are they are they doing things that God loves that he sees you doing or are you going off doing your own thing and. Are the words that are coming out of your mouth just mm-hmm. from the confession, are they things that God's proud of you saying or God's kind of cringing like, come on, don't don't say that now because, I mean, I warned you about that. And are we heeding, are we heeding to his warnings? Are we heeding to what he's told us? Because, I mean, he's laid it out for us. Mm-hmm. And every single day, I think it's a struggle that we fight with and hopefully we improve in it, obviously. Um but are we staying away from the things God hates? You know, when you get into conversations with people, what are they saying and what are you standing up for? What are you defending or are you just going along with it? Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible very easily says, do not be unequally yoked with non-believers. 
what does our life look like? Because I would say that that is something that God does not like. He does not want. He instructed us, if you are a believer, you are not to be unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there is great power in that. But do you hate the idea of being unequally yoked so much that you stay away from it? Or do you run to it? Or do you run to it? Okay, well, I'm just going to pull this up, which is a good point, because here it says, so these are the six things that the Lord hates. Okay, so yes, there are things that the Lord hates. Mm -hmm. It is not a curse word. It is not a swear word. So we talked about it. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood. Hopefully that's a little more, more deep. We don't have to deal with that. But a heart that devises evil plans. You know, you look at that and, you know, do you ever want something bad for somebody, I mean, yep. not that you would actually carry it out, but you know, these are things we've got to kind of check within ourselves. And then, as you just said, feet that are swift to running to evil. Yep. You know, who are we hanging out with? What words are we saying? Who are we engaging with? What conversations are we engaging in? Um, and then it says a false witness who speak speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. You know, and they seem so simple. But if we're not careful, um, if we're not careful, there may be elements, most likely not all of them, because, you know, we're not, you know, hopefully shedding innocent blood, right? I mean, that's an easy one to say, well, of course I hate that. But, you know, what elements of that throughout the course of the day, that that proud look, that lying Mm -hmm. tongue, do you just not want to tell the truth about something? Or, I mean... Or are you making stuff up? Are you trying to be a little bit deceptive in how you're speaking? Yeah. Are you telling a white lie by only telling part of the truth and leaving stuff out? Um, and again, this is stuff we all deal with. But, you know, last week when we were talking about gratitude, we were talking about that choice that we have to make to find gratitude. Um, because if we don't have gratitude in our heart, what else comes in? What's going to replace that gratitude? In this kind of situation, if we love what God loves yeah. and hate what God hates, there's a balance there. And if we let go of what God loves and we hold on to more of what God hates, that's the side that's going to build in our life. Well, And we all fight different things. Absolutely. Right? We, all, we all fight through all of these. Well, maybe not all of them. but Right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Elements of it. Yeah. Always come up, right? That, that person that cut you off in traffic. Right. right. Or whatever. Right. You're you're typically wishing ill will on that individual. Yes. Um or somebody that you don't think but deserves it, something, gets something. Yeah. But it's one of those things where if we are again fighting towards yep. trying to love everything that he loves. Right. Yep. And hating what he hates. Like mm-hmm. this is not an overly hard concept. Other than the fact that, again, like everything that we seem to talk about on the show, it takes work and it takes effort. Yep. Right? And when we stumble, fine. Get back up and keep going. Yep. And try to not stumble again. Well, make right? that conscious <laughs> conscious effort and choice and decision to kind of improve, to be, you know, the, the Bible tells us that we're supposed to, we're not supposed to be transformed mm-hmm are conformed by this world, but we're supposed to be transformed Transformed. by the renewing of our mind. And are we taking the time? Because if we are not transforming ourselves by the renewing of our mind, what is going to happen? The Bible tells us we're going to be conformed. And if we're conformed to this world, that is something 
that God hates. There's a lot of things in this world that God hates. But if we are being conformed to this world, then we are going to wind up, our feet are going to go swiftly towards things of evil instead of those things which God loves. Well, and if you're being conformed, then you're not standing up for anything. You're just melting into what's around you. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> and every time I hear of conformed, it just makes me think of a cat, right? And how a cat will sit in anything. Oh. The most weird, the weirdest things they'll sit in. Right. Because they're cats. Yes. And they're weird. Um, but if you put a, you know, if you put a bowl on the table, they'll the go. cat is going to conform itself to fit into the bowl. Right. Right. Whereas the dog is just going to break the bowl. Right. And not saying you should be a dog, not a cat, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it is one of those things where <clears throat> when you're looking at how you're approaching life, if you're conforming to everyone and everyone right. else's standard. Right. <clears throat> if you're not looking to God's word to be your inspiration to what and how to live. Right. right if you're just conforming to the world around you, then you will likely not following what the word says, Mm -hmm. right? Because you are supposed to be transformed, as you mentioned. So if you're to be transformed, then you're not conforming to anything. You're not within the lines. You're not going along with the crowd. Right. Because the crowd said whatever. Right. Right. You're not. Yeah. There is, there is a lot of power in that. Right. Mm -hmm. Which again becomes the, do you love what he loves and do you and hate, do you what, hate he what he hates? Because if you do, you're not conforming to anything. No. Nope. Right? You're, you're being transformed. Yeah. Into his likeness and image. Yes. Right? And, you know, again, I, I think it's very simple to sit back and go, God is love. And he is. 100%. Right? And he wants the best for us. But it does take that act to transform towards that. Right yeah. to to fight for that to to be in His image to be like Him. I think what it comes down to, okay, Jesus loves you so much. Mm-hmm. There is no denying that, and there is no taking anything away from that. He loves you. Um, you know, the Bible says that His thoughts towards you are more than the number of the star or number of grains of sand. Right, like He loves you immensely. His love for you is so deep. What we also need to realize is, yes, he loves you, but he wants more for you. Mm-hmm. Don't stay where you are. He wants you to take a step forward and a step forward. And he wants you to be, as you said, transformed in his likeness and image. He wants you to progress and move forward. And he very easily instructs and says, hey, look, these are the things that I have for you. Yes, you need to do some things, but this is what I have for you. And it's going to be well worth it. Mm-hmm. But love is never a question. But we can't confuse that with the fact that there are also things that God hates. And remember, he doesn't hate the person. He hates the sin. He hates the attitudes. He hates the actions. No, he doesn't hate you at all. He loves you. Like I said, he loves you immensely. But once you get past that, it goes beyond that. It doesn't stop there. Yeah. And (coughs) excuse me. You can take this. Oof. Oof. Got excited. Mm. Um, you can take this and use this to check so many parts of your life. Yeah. Right? 
Because if you are fighting towards something, or if you're conflicted on something, or if you're making a life choice, yeah, or a daily choice, right, right, there is nothing too small or too big that you can't use this saying to check where you right. are with that, right. And if you're looking at whatever you're doing and just taking it out and going, does he love this or does he hate this? And if he loves this, am I doing this or am I not doing this? Right. Where's my if heart he on this? If he hates this, am I am I running to this or running away from this? Right. And again, we all have moments, right? Mm-hmm. None of us are perfect. None of us are are are, you know, none of us are gone. None, none of us, us have us this Jesus. all figured out. No. But if you're looking at something that you're doing in life and going, man, I feel uneasy about this. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I should feel uneasy about this. Right. If you look at it and go, huh, I probably shouldn't be doing this because he hates this. Right. And I'm running towards this. And again, just to use a, a, a semi-silly example, if you're single and you're looking for someone, mm. right? Yeah. If you are looking in the world for someone because you're lonely and I get it. It sucks. But if you're looking for someone and you're just looking randomly right. with no discernment, with no qualification, right? Right. With no as prayer. As, with as no... far as their biblical walk. Yeah. Then you likely will fall under the unequally yoked. Yep. Right. So if you are rushing towards that, maybe you should question that. Maybe you should sit back and go, Huh, I wonder. Some gut checks are easy mm-hmm. and it's a self-correction and some gut are checks are really, really hard. hard because they require, if you actually care, they require significant change yep. and almost redirection. But, you know, as we were talking about this, I mean, and it did come up, you know, do we hate something? And that's where we had kind of stemmed yeah. this from when we talk about, do you love what God loves and hate what God hates? Bring it into, well... Hate doesn't have to be a bad word. It There's power in hate yeah. if you use it properly. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to expound on it because we want you guys to, we need to do it too, right? But we want to challenge everyone to say, you know, with the choices you're making, are these choices things that God loves that are part of his plan for you? Mm-hmm. Or are these things that God is like, look, I gave you the red flags. I gave you the warnings. Please listen because I hate this. And if it is, then that is where that direction, that self-direction, he's not going to force you to self-change. Mm-hmm. He's told you how to and what to. Well, and that's, that's the power of God, right? Yes. Is if he just made it, a he, foregone conclusion. He gave us that choice. <clears throat> and you actually need to care to make the choice. Because if we care for you, that means nothing. Yeah. You need to care for yourself. You need to, you know, it's one of those things. I'll we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up here, but it came to the point, right? I mean, I and I gave we will. I I gave my testimony. <clears throat> and <throat> I grew up in church and I walked away. And I got into some really it was not a pleasant time. But I thought I was okay. It didn't care. I didn't care what I was doing. God was not necessarily on my mind. But it got to the point that I hated my life. I hated what I was surrounded by. I hated what I was doing. I hated the fact. Mm -hmm. And you want to know what? 
through it. It didn't come automatically, but I wound up hating myself, right? But it got to a point where that hate was so strong that, I mean, I basically, I mean, I forced a change and I then did a 360, actually probably a 180 because 360, you're going the same direction. Anyway, (laughs) I did math major. I did a 180 and I started running the complete opposite direction. And those things that I had in my life, mm-hmm. I ran away from. But it got to a point where I hated my life that I made that change. And until you hate it, sometimes you're going to keep dabbling in it or you're going to stick in it. But what it, God has is always going to be so much more. It's so easy to sit back and be comfortable, right? Yes. And if you... if Or say... I'll change tomorrow. Yeah. There's always tomorrow. I'm okay for right now. And it's like, it's always a fight, right? <clears throat> and that's okay. Oh, right? it's absolutely a it, fight. There's a reason it's a you're fight. You're going to stumble. Mm. You're going to get back up. You're going to, you know, get frustrated, whatever. It mm-hmm. happens. But again, if you can come back to that continual drive to be better. Yep. To push yourself further. Yes. To get closer to God and be a better or a closer representation of his image. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. That's the one I come back to. Like, I am, I try so hard to always be kind and polite to people. Right. Which sometimes is a challenge because my face does not always look kind. But... I'm always trying yeah, to be kind, are. to be polite, mm-hmm. to be friendly, mm-hmm. to say hi to people, mm-hmm. even though half the time I do not want to. Right. But I know that a proud look is bad. Yep. Right? I know that being haughty is bad. Right. And not saying that that's what I am, just saying that <clears throat> there is something about trying to be more like Christ, trying yep. to be, again, where we started. More loving yep. towards people. Yeah. Right? A shining light. Yeah. The world's dark. We can shine. We can. It's not that hard. <coughs> but if you are continually checking where you are in life and what you're doing and the decisions you're making mm-hmm. and the actions you're taking right, by that barometer of does God love this or does he hate this? And if he loves this, is this what I'm trying to be? And if he hates this, this is what I'm trying to avoid. That is such an easy, like, this life is not that hard, right? Mm-hmm. Everything it's, is filled with choices. It's really not. There's always a choice. There's always a option. Yep. And if you can continue to strive to be more Christ-like, more mm-hmm. godly, more loving what he loves and hating what he mm-hmm. hates. Choosing him over people. Mm-hmm. No, oh, choosing him over yourself. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is a person. But yeah. Thanks for joining yes. us on this wonderful episode. Um, but seriously, thank you. Uh, we enjoyed this one. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> no, this one, This again, it was a simple little question, and it just sparked a whole lot of conversation. We wanted to bring it with you because we do think it is important, and we thought it was like important ex- to expound upon and just a simple little thing, if you can remember, check yourself. As yeah. he said, I mean, we've said it too many times already. 
but check, what are you doing every day? Mm -hmm. Is it, are you doing what God loves or are you doing what he hates? Yep. And what changes do you need to make? And that's it. Uh, thanks again for watching. <coughs> As always, you can follow us on all the socials uh, and you can listen to the show um, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Mm. Um, and if we're not where you want us to be, let us know and we might make that change. Um, it's a him thing. Yeah, it's a something thing. But thanks again for watching. We can't wait to see you next week for another episode of the Matt and Fiona show. Thanks again. Bye.